Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat chat me up. Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat chat me up. Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat chat me up. Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat chat me up. What up, everybody? We back. We back. It's the Nation of Podcation Podcast. It's the People's Podcast. The People's Podcast. As always, got to start off by thanking our fans, our nation. Without you, there is no us. Nope. Continue to support at Podcation on Twitter and at Nation of Podcation on Instagram and Facebook. We always interact with our fans, and we never too good to follow back. Never. It's the outstanding original, the oracle of ideas. I'm O'Shea. I'm here with my usual suspects, the reigning, Mm -hmm. defending, Mm -hmm. undisputed people's champ, John B. Yo, yo, yo. Mr. Last Name Song, straight from the hip with the cannon, Shannon. What's happening? And the leader of the new squirrel order, the squirrel heavyweight champ, Y'all call him Josh. We, we call him Squirrels. What's I'm, up, fellas? I'm back doing again. Guys. Back again. Good, good, good. That's what's up. So today we're gonna get into a really difficult situation for a lot of people to talk about. We're gonna talk about the uh, gun situation going on in America. So okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of controversy going on with that and. A lot of different questions I'm going to ask you guys, see what you guys feel about it. So, Shannon, I'm going to have you start it off. How do you feel about the current gun violence situation in America? Chat me up. Um, I think it's always been out of control. It's just now being more and more uh, brought to the, the forefront in people's face. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that it's going to just change overnight. Uh, but with like the uh, the countless mass shootings, it's almost turning into the norm. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually, you see one of these uh, massive shootings or something in the news. When I I personally feel like it's almost like a distraction from something underlining something that's big going on, or to take your mind off of something else. Um, back in the day, you couldn't really get that without uh, the social media platforms that we have today. And like in one of our other podcasts, uh, Mr. Squirrels was saying, you know, it's 24 7 news, so it's, it's definitely going to be in. Are our face uh, a lot more, oh, but yeah, it, sure. it hasn't sure. it hasn't changed over the years. It's just we're seeing it more now. Yeah, man. Unfortunately, that's what's up, John B. How you feeling? Yeah, I totally agree. I remember when Columbine happened, and I remember the tension on that was like just so huge. I mean, it was just like at the time such a rarity you know for something like this to happen and now fast forward to today it's happening every week it, it's, it seems like yeah it's literally happening from week to week and you know you know thoughts and, and, and prayers go out to the families that you know have been affected you know in one way or another with the uh, with the recent gun violence you know but I agree with Shannon that it is out of control I mean it's not even just with mass shootings just with you know, just the the killing of people on a daily basis, you know, 
in the streets and otherwise, you know, just using guns and, you know, all of the, the issues that come along with that. You know, you know, Chicago right now is known, uh, you know, obviously for, you know, a, a lot of those similar issues, you know, um, even here in, in our city here, you know, we've had our, you know, have had recent issues with it more and more, um, you know, so, I, you know, it, it's definitely something that um, a serious, not just, you know, you know, not just thoughts and prayers, but also having, you know, some serious dialogue and conversations to, you know, get some things put in place to, you know, keep this from, you know, happening like how it has been, you know, from, like you said, literally from week to week. Yeah, frequent, super frequent. Josh, squirrels, chat me up. I, this is a, <clears throat> sorry, this is a, this is a tough conversation, I think, for a lot of people. Um, and I think we do need to talk about it, but um, I don't necessarily think it's as big of an issue as sometimes it's hyped up to be the um, trying to think the the, I guess the point I'm trying to make is is gun violence has always been a thing since guns were invented you know now we can talk about mass shootings separately we can talk about some of this other stuff you know the the background checks and the legislation and everything involved with that but but gun violence has always been a thing as long as guns have been around, and it's always going to be a thing as long as guns have been around. What's new is in the last two decades or so is is the focus on it, the the uh, the rhetoric, and, and 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 just the the amount of times you see it in the news. And and uh, I tend to gravitate or gravitate towards what Shannon was saying. With you know, sometimes it almost seems like some of these things are are designed to take your mind off of or, or, or get your attention off of something else so uh, there's a lot to talk about and, and it's a sensitive topic yeah yeah definitely uh, the gun violence situation it's just so easy for people to get their hands on a gun uh, literally could go down the street around the corner and talk to someone and you can get one right now it, I mean that's how easy it is to, to get a gun so that's my problem with it just the access the the access it is to to get one it's just so easy you don't have there's a lot of people that don't have to go through those just because people sell them on the side and do you know do all kind of underground stuff that's that's really the problem when they're registered it's okay but when you have a lot of people that don't have those guns registered that's when it becomes a problem oh yeah it definitely does and i know i I have a family member that recently, you know, purchased, you know, uh, a firearm and uh, the the turnaround time basically was nothing but a, a few minutes. It was a, you know, a half-hearted, you know, kind of light-hearted background check, essentially. And, you know, it was basically, like, okay, all right, you're good to go, you know, pay some money and then that's it, you know. And so it's definitely easy. And that's just, and that's going the legal route, you know. So, right. you know, so just think about the legal route, you know. You so go I can stuff, go get you guys one right you now know, if you if you want one. You know, it's it's it, it's bad. It, it really is bad. So. so that kind of leads into my next question for you guys. How do you feel about the process an individual has to go through to get a gun? Josh, chat me up. So, you know, we just, we just had this uh, episode on Dave Chappelle, and uh, one of the things he said that, that I, was, I was really uh, on board with was that he hates guns. And, and I'm the same way. I hate guns, but he also said I have several of them, and, yep. and I do own a gun. And there's a point in my life where I, I never thought that I would, um, but, you know, the world seems to get a little crazier and crazier as it goes into what John B. just said. Um, the background check and the amount of time it took, uh, you know, I, I, I purchased one um, in 2015, and um, I think 
it was it was maybe 15 minutes. I mean, I would compare it to the yeah. amount of time, you know, if you've ever been pulled over about the amount of time it takes the officer to run your plates and, you know, mm-hmm. just check on the on the basic mm-hmm. information and, and figure out, you know, do you have any warrants or, or right. tickets right. or suspensions mm-hmm. or anything like that. So yeah. it did it, it did certainly feel uh, a little lax. Um, I mean, I, I, I actually drove uh, for Lyft a couple of years ago. Okay. And I thought... They almost did a little bit more, took a little bit more time to turn around and approve me to drive a Lyft, you know, to drive people for Lyft. Uber was pretty quick, but Lyft was, was no problem. Uh, it took a couple of days, and they, and they had to go through some stuff before they got back to approve me. And so, you know, if it takes longer to get approved to, to just be a taxi for people than it does to get a, a deadly weapon, then we do have some stuff to talk about. Definitely. Shannon, comments? Um, as far as like how I feel as far as the process, yes, thank you, Josh, for like kind of educating our fans on like the quickness of getting one. But I think that's just one process. That is not always going to be the case for every single process of how someone can get a, a deadly weapon. I mean, you can go to the Walmart and get a rifle once you turn 18. Um, right. And one way that they're, I guess, Walmart, for example, is trying to slow down the process is, is that they're removing the ammunition from the stores, but you're still selling the actual weapon itself. Um, you can, if you got to get your weapon from Walmart and get your bullets from Dick's Sporting Goods, I mean, you're still going to get it. Um, that process is still going to be pretty quick because typically where you find a... Uh, uh, a shotgun. There's typically a sporting goods store around the way from a Walmart or a, or wherever you might go to purchase that weapon. Yeah. Um, and then also, I mean, you got John Doe's all over the America, all over America, that's selling these things out of a van, out of a uh, trunk. Right. Right. So right, the process to me is is very easy, um, whether it is like Legal the correct or way or yeah. the backhand way. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I know Dick's. Uh, sporting goods took a loss with uh, I think removing assault rifles or something out of their out of their inventory or something to that effect there and I know that's you know kind of hit them in the pocket there but you know when you when you decide to make change that's what's going to happen and I feel like that you know the process like I mentioned before I had a family member recently got one took like squirrel said about. 10 15 minutes i mean it was nothing it was literally no no process to it you know so i think that the 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 process should definitely be more in depth and you know should take more time to you know and be more comprehensive when they're you know researching that information i mean you have to you know anything that you know even with a a getting a license with like a car you know, you got to be trained for it. You know, you have to go through certain steps. You know, there's multiple things. You don't just take a written test. You know, you have to do a driving test with that as well. You know, I classes. Think, right. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. to do all that stuff, I think to own a gun, it should be more comprehensive. It should contain everything. But, you know, you should have to get uh, not just, you know, license, but you should get training on it, safety training. and well, When do, you purchase a gun, it should come with the training or you should be, you should have to go through a training a before certain, you're maybe allowed. Maybe a certain amount of training, you know, right. like maybe so many hours like they do with like pilots, something to that effect. So, but I definitely agree that the process is way, way too easy. I do remember they made me watch like a five minute video and they said, you got to watch the video first and I was doing that while they're running my information. Mm-hmm. But that's not, I mean, 
like you right. said, driving a car, you got to go to to classes for weeks, and you got to right. deal with the instructor, right. and you got to you got to show you can handle it out in the field and everything like that. You can't kill somebody with a car, you know. So obviously, with a gun, that's you know could be the intention. So you should definitely need training in. Now, right, Shannon, how you feeling about these oh, background man. checks? Um, I mean, with the the whole background check, I, I feel like one thing that they need to add in is a, a psych evaluation. Um, just like actually interview, maybe have a, a couple of classes or like where you have to pay to sit down with a trained um, psychiatrist to make sure that you don't have some imbalance, uh, some kind of mental uh in, in judgment to where like you don't make the right decisions then you shouldn't qualify um, so my thing is with that you definitely need to have some kind of psych evaluation to go along with the background check personally alright that's what's up that's what's up me personally I, I like I said it's just too easy way too easy to to get a um, to get a handgun, like so, you can just go get it anywhere. You guys have said several times that it's too easy. You guys walk into the the place, you basically fill out some information, and then it's pretty much done. You can go ahead and get it that That's easy, it. and it's they don't make it hard or anything like that for people to get a gun. So, um, I I don't I'm just I don't know why they don't have like you said those classes or anything like that to to help teach how to use the weapon because just because you sell somebody a gun it doesn't mean that they know how to use it they're they may be scared or you know they just may have bought it or just even have the comprehension to know what the safety when, is yeah, and when, when to, use, to it. use it right exactly so especially with younger people because taking a life you know that that life is not going to come back once it's gone so i think that also needs to be stressed the importance of that so how do you guys feel about these military-grade weapons? Should they be made available to the public? Squirrels, chat me up. I know that's always a touchy one. Um, the uh, AR-15 comes right. up a lot in that conversation, and that's a, it, it tends to be a common weapon in these mass shootings that, that are so well publicized and, and covered in the in the 24-hour news. Um I didn't know very much about guns, and I'm not going to pretend that I do, even though, I, you know, but I do know more that now that I have become a, a gun owner, and, you know, I learned from, like, my friend who was a former police officer who, who taught me how to shoot and, and, and helped teach me more about it, and I've got friends that are military that I've talked to about this, and uh, it's my understanding from, from talking to them there's a lot of differences between you know what a con average consumer can go buy in an AR-15 versus something like an M4 and M16 rifle. Um, it's it's not the same thing, although the the media oftentimes tries to make it sound like it is. It's a you know one shot per pull weapon versus you know something that can fire automatically or shoot three shot bursts and things like that. So. Um, I, I tend to take the side that I think we should be able to own certain weapons like that, but also I'm, with the, I'm going to qualify that statement that with proper certification and training and mental, you know, I, I agree with what Shannon's point, you need to have mental evaluation in order to be able to own some of those types of things. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm never going to be somebody that I, I think would be convinced that giving up a Second Amendment right is, is a good idea. Okay. Uh, I know that's not, that doesn't fit everybody's belief but right. that's just where I land on it. 
Hey, that's what it is. It's your opinion, my friend. Shannon, chat me up. How you feeling about the military-grade weapons? Should they be made available to the public? Chat me up. I'm, I'm like, yes and no. Um, yes to a certain fact. Like, if you want to collect, like, there's, like, gun collectors out there, but I feel like that should come with a stipulation. Like, yes... Uh, it had you can own this gun, but it's missing a part out of it to where you can't fire it. Like if if you want to collect it and have it on yourself, but what's the reason for you to bring it out? You know what I mean? Like why do like are you gonna go hunt like a whale? Like what are you trying to do? Um, no matter if you have a, a Glock or an AR-15 or or whatever, like. A bullet's gonna kill someone regardless if, if you know how to use it the proper way and how to pull a trigger on somebody and you you're that fearless to take someone's life um, you're gonna get the job done no matter what but I don't think that you should be like actually walking around with a big-ass duffel bag full of like <laughs> guns that that you done fell in love with on Call of Duty or, or Battlefield you shouldn't be able just to walk freely i get the the second amendment right that's what i'm saying yeah you can you can have it it just ain't gonna work like i feel like that would be the better option that that gives you your your collector's item and then that way innocent bystanders don't have to worry about you losing your damn mind and and shooting a a whole walmart up yeah i I guess i'm with you i i see where you're going with it i uh if, if i was a gun collector like that I mean, I would need my gun to work. I mean, I'm I'm buying it I'm to work. You. Yeah, I, I need my gun to work. I, I mean, but, I, but I what do you like, need it to work for? Like, okay. what what do you want to use it for? Well, I mean, some people buy collectors' cars and they just leave them sitting there, and they just they just leave them sitting there, but they work. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would want my gun to work. You know, I bought it for a reason. I bought it to work. I didn't buy it like a painting just to, you know, have on the wall or anything like that. I mean, you can put them on the wall, but I would I would still want my device to work. Now, I am like I see where you're going with it, though. I like Chris Rock. He said in one of his comedy specials that the bullets should be made, you know, five thousand dollars a bullet because then he said, there wouldn't be any mass shootings because you would just the person shooting it would just be targeting that one person. So I'm I'm with <laughs> I'm with that with that mindset. You can own the guns, that but the though. ammunition the ammunition should should be quite expensive on especially on guns like that. My thing is, though, you know, you know, there's gonna like if let's say that that gets passed to where hey now there's like five thousand percent tax on a bullet um cool but there's going to be a stipulation of well it depends because it might just be state tax if you're just looking to hunt deer well but then you get into the whole thing if that were to happen i was just saying i i like the idea but if if you were to get into that then that's when you would have a lot of uh, more things going wrong because people would start making homemade bullets people already do i mean they do now but i'm saying but if there was five thousand dollars a bullet or they raised the prices on the bullets to five hundred dollars a bullet or 250 a bullet there would be so much more homemade ammunition that people don't know the threshold of the power that they have created or they would try to push the power that maybe the gun isn't ready to handle so i think doing that may cause more damage but i I, it's the it's kind of the concept of the idea john b chat me up um 
I, I don't feel that there's a, a, a need for the weapons, to be honest, for military-style weapons. And I'm uh, going... So you don't think they should be available to the public? No. Okay. No, I don't. I just don't see a reason. Um, let me, let me ask up, you a quick question then. Do you trust your government? I mean, I... I <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm trying, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Um, I but, mean, in what, what, what context? What do you mean? What are you meaning? Well, I mean, that's, you know, this, this debate always seems to hit a, a point where it goes in a circle when it comes to the people that want guns, the Second Amendment to be revoked. Give up guns. Don't need these higher power weapons and that type. I'm of I'm not thing. saying but give the, it up the Second Amendment. Right. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that for military style weapons, like it's just not a hard concept. Like there's just certain weapons that are meant for war, and that's exactly what they are. You know, the, when the mass shooting happened in Las Vegas, I guarantee you a lot less casualties would have been out there if you had to fire uh you know uh, a single shot you know rifle out into the crowd or whatever you know maybe it's only 25 casualties instead of 325 and you know those type of weapons are meant strictly for war you know you can talk to people that hunt they would never use those type of, i mean it, obviously they're too loud uh the bullets would tear up the the meat and the flesh so i mean hunters people don't, that hunt with ARs. Um, I mean, not with like AK fully, uh, like fully assault rifles. With like, the banana hey, clip like, and the shell know, catchers like, and yeah, all that. You're not doing that. You know, that's what I'm saying. So Gatling no, <laughs> and there's just and then there's certain weapons. Like I mean, like you, you know, it's not okay to own a bazooka or a flamethrower or anti-air uh, defense system. To you know, you would. I mean, there's certain things that you just certainly you just understand that they're not meant for mass. Consumption is meant for people to use in times of you know, in times of war. Times of when war, we're being right? Attacked exactly or that type of thing there. But and I'm not saying take it away all guns. I'm not saying you can't have other type of guns. You know, shotguns, whatever the case may be. But I don't feel that you need those type of weapons on the street. Shannon, back to you. Um, I, I don't. Uh, th- that to me is just like I don't get it. I just don't I don't understand like how someone can get their hands on like an AK-47 and you in your right damn mind that sold it to the person or gave it to the person just was like, oh well, they're a good guy. They're they're not planning on wiping out their whole neighborhood in one right. swoop. Like I I I'm not for it. Like it's them dead presidents talking to him, bro. I mean, obviously, like I know from for a fact that if I'm working at, say, Don's Guns or whatever the the place might be, I know that I'm going to get a bigger commission on the bigger gun I sell. I know that that's what's going to bring home the the bacon for my family, and I don't care what they do with it at the end of the day. And that that is part of the problem is that the people that are selling them don't care about the ramifications after. No one cares about that part. Yeah, I definitely can agree because I I just wouldn't even feel comfortable selling a gun just because I I would, you know, I I hate to say this, I wouldn't want to, you know, judge somebody coming in, but you can look at somebody and be like, man, I probably shouldn't sell them just a gun, even though they have, they pass all the checks and, you know, everything, you know, sometimes a person, when they come, I'm sure when they come in, they look like they may not have the right, yeah, but that's right like mindset. saying that to me. That's like saying, okay, if you if you're a clerk at a liquor store and a guy comes in, and you're pretty sure he's an alcoholic. 
then you shouldn't sell him beer. But you have. To but sell if he him was beer. drunk already, you would. You probably wouldn't sell him if he no, was. No, but if, if he, he was know, slurred if drunk, you probably wouldn't if sell him. He's knocking on the door at eight a.m. waiting for you to open up, which you know happens a lot. I mean, you know, it's a good chance that the same person's coming back every day buying large amounts of alcohol. And, and that's, that's I, I feel you on that. Like as far as having that mindset. And that's probably why I have never wanted to work at a liquor store. And I couldn't work True. at a gun shop just because of that. Like, if, <laughs> if somebody comes in looking like they're mad at the world or something like that, and, and just like you feel like it's a bad idea, even though they pass all of the tests, I wouldn't want to be responsible. I wouldn't want to have that on my conscience that I'm the guy that sold the guy that did this bad deed or girl, whomever does whatever. That I, I just it would it would hurt on my soul too much for me to know that I was the one that could have prevented that if I had a maybe talked to the boss or you know maybe prevented it or maybe did a, a, a longer hold or something on that. So that, that this I don't know. Like I said, it's it's one of those subjects that's that's I mean that's I, sensitive. I, I respect that. Um, just to, to slight, and I, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree with you on a lot of that, but. Just to play slight devil's advocate too, I know there are people out there that know a lot more about guns than all of us combined. Right, uh, definitely. That are that are trained and and, and uh, well educated on them, and you know, there's it's I actually kind of found you know when I when I purchased uh, I got a handgun, it was it was it was fun to go to the range. You know, at first it was intimidating. It scared me because I didn't really know guns. I wasn't comfortable with one. Didn't know how to operate one. But once I started to get comfortable with it, it's fun to go to the range and. You know, they get into competitions and they do drills and stuff like that. And I think the majority of the owners of, of those types of weapons... Oh, they're awesome they're, in a controlled environment. Yeah, that's yeah, a controlled they're, they're environment. They're in a controlled environment. They know what they're doing. Um, you know, so I don't have any issue w- with that. Uh, it, to, to, to blanket it on everybody, you know, it, it, that's that's a tough, tough thing to do. Okay, so why don't you guys think whenever there's a mass shooting that the NRA speaks up and has more of a vocal stance on you know these mass shootings that are going on. That I mean, that's a, a real easy question that's to answer. Yeah. It's not their problem. Okay. I mean, it's just like you know, if if I'm working at, at a clothing department and I sell you a pair of jeans and you wait, you know, way outside the return policy to tell me, hey, the jeans you sold me don't fit. It ain't my problem. You can't fit them. Right. Have a good day. Like, and it's the same situation. Like, NRA didn't sell them the gun. Like, the the actual person that works at the gun store sold them the gun. The actual person that popped open their trunk to sell them the uh, the military grade assault rifle sold them the gun. Not them. Um, so that's why they would. Li- that's why they literally are always looking the other way because. They feel like I didn't have nothing to do with that. That's right. not my issue. Josh, Squirrel? I mean, anytime there's a mass shooting within minutes, and I'm not exaggerating, within minutes, people are on the news and, and on the internet, and they're crying out, you know, we need to do something about this. We need to talk about taking guns away, and you know, they start going after the NRA. <laughs> and uh, I'm not a member of the NRA or, or anything like that. Um, but they every single time they get nailed with questions and ask for comments and they do and they always advocate that look we we don't advocate this stuff we, we don't support it um, you know they're even for more um, more background check and or, or a more extensive background check uh, for people that are, are seeking to purchase a gun um, 
But like what Shannon said, it's not their problem because they didn't do it. And, you know, you can't be uh, responsible for – you can't blame them for the act of an individual. I just don't think that's fair. I'm trying to be objective about it. Uh, but I know some people feel differently. That's what's up. That's what's up. John B. I feel the NRA doesn't speak up in those situations, you know, because they don't want to, you know, damage, you know, their brand or, you know, hurt their agenda, you know, right. for the most part. You so, don't think they uh, want to take responsibility for yeah, it. Yeah, well, you they, know, so. They do speak up, though. They talk, and they get questioned on every single one, and they oh, always yeah. come back, and they, you know, they give their answers, and they, they respond. But, they, but, but here's but the thing, though. They the give thing safe is, answers. Yeah, and the thing is that they're too they're too big of a of a controlling body to not import the influence that they can to put apart these changes that people talk about. You know, they control so these So what are you guys suggesting or what, you know, what what or do other people out there suggest that they do? I'm not suggesting they do shit. Um, I just <laughs> I was asked a question, I gave an answer. Sure. Um, and I feel like that it's not they I if I'm if I'm working for the NRA, if I'm in that where I'm like the PR speaker, of course I'm going to give safe answers because I know come election time I need to put money in people's pockets so I right. can make sure that my organization thrives and is politics. Is, it, it is part of that game. Yes, and it is. I, like Big I part. said Big at part. some of our beginning um, Topic Tuesdays, rest in peace. But um, <laughs> what I've said to in some of those is that you know like you can't. Um, you can't just do that. Like you can't just like can't really dive too much into the politics of it on on our show. But at the same time, like we know that that's what the agenda is. Like, and I don't want to to feel like if if I'm like if you're working in, in retail and and you say to me that I can't do something or and you give me that that cookie cutter political answer that we're trained to do. What am I going to do? I'm going to pitch a bitch, but at the end of the day, I'm going to just leave out. And I'm just going to have that soaking in, in, in the back of my head like, damn, I didn't get a chance to get over. And that goes the same for these guys that do speak up with the cookie cutter answers. It leaves in the back of the, the viewership's mind like, damn, they can't, they ain't say shit. But at the same time, they're just like, what are we going to do? They still around. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm along the lines like I kind of compared it to like a drug lord, and then you have the street dealer, and then you have the the fiend that's hooked on the drug. So the the main drug dealer, the boss, the head honcho, he doesn't care if the little man, the the fiend, or the group of fiends, if they overdose or whatnot. It's not his problems, not his deal. That's how my, my stance on it is with them. They're kind of like. You know, they give the permission to whomever to sell the guns and they make all the decisions. So it's kind of like you said, it's kind of out of our hands. Yeah, we we make all the approvals and everything, but it's it's out of our hands. They sell them to whomever they go by the laws that they've made. And it's 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 out of our hands at, at that point. So and like you said, there anytime anybody nowadays, they have to give a, a speech for, for uh, public relations. They always give those safe answers, those same answers. That's why I really don't pay attention too closely to people's press conferences like that because they always give those safe answers. And, and to kind of enhance on what you're saying now about like the whole drug lord thing, how do you feel the drug lord actually feels about the person pushing the dope? 
They don't care they, if that man dies in the street. Guess what? There's another little dude or or, or or girl trying to come up in that trade. So guess what? You next up. Yep. So just like, let's say Don's guns get shut down tomorrow. There'll be a Robert's guns the next day. If Robert gets shut down, there'll be a... a Eddie's guns or Billy's guns. There, there's always going to be room for someone else to move up. That's that's the kind of game that this thing is. Is next man up, and as long as they keep their hands clean, we all like we all just look at them like, oh, it's your fault. But technically, we're we're meant to believe that, even though it is the people that are putting the guns in the person's hand. Okay, so let's say let me let me. Try an analogy here. Let's say the FDA approves a drug, right? Right. And a doctor goes out and prescribes that drug, and then the patient dies as a side effect or as, right. a, or as a result of it. Nobody's calling the FDA and saying, you guys are, are a domestic terrorist organization, which is what people are trying to say that the NRA is right, right now. Right, right. Nobody's saying you need to disband That's, a, that's another FDA. good analogy, too. But, know, that, but that's an that's 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 okay analogy, though, because that's, what, that's what there's theater. class action lawsuits for. Yeah. Like, that's a little bit different, because... I but, know y'all seen all those commercials, but you're not especially suing the FDA, lately. You're suing the drug company, right? Or no, you're suing the doctor, or, like they're they're you suing. They can't sue the doctor. They they go straight to the medicine, or they go straight to the product. Like I know you've probably seen a few times or heard on the the radio about the uh, military earplugs that caused a lot of them to go deaf because mm-hmm. um, they didn't work while actually on the battlefield. Uh, it's the same thing. They're not suing them. Like, there's no class action lawsuit against the military because you won't win. There's a class action lawsuit against the people who made them. So, therefore, that's a little bit of a different analogy than than what we're actually on. But if you sued a gun manufacturer, if they're the people that made the gun, that's like if I sued Ford because you know, my family member died in a Ford. But but you can't you can't compare it. That, that's a that's a hard comparison. Like what what O'Shea was saying is like you you can't get like when when you're talking about like the drug lord, like he didn't put the actual needle in the fiend's arm. He might have been the the guy who actually got the package from Colombia or wherever he got it from and then cut it up most of y'all some of y'all know how that story goes um but he's not the one he's not the one that put the the red tops or the blue tops in that in that pusher's hand to put in that man's hand no he just said here's the product what you gonna do with it that's a little bit different than see being the medicine man see me i'm not about I, I have no interest in wanting to sue the NRA or disband the NRA or anything like that. So I'm not even on that that end of the spectrum with it. My thing is that just because they have so much influence in this community community of issues that we're talking about, I mean, which is gun violence, that I feel like that they should be putting more effort and energy in the politicians that they put, like Shannon mentioned too, put money in pockets for for different things to push a more positive agenda for more responsible gun ownership all the way around that's what i'm that's what i feel about you know okay all right that's what's up that's what's up all right so i'm gonna ask you guys this uh we're gonna stick with you john b what do you think the legal age should be to purchase a gun i think the legal age should be 21 i think that's just kind of the kind of the age across the board I, i feel on most things where you are at a should be at a responsible enough level to 
understand certain things. So I think uh, 21 would be a, a good age. Josh, squirrels. I got a I got a two sided answer to that. Um, I would say probably more like 25, maybe even 30. But mm-hmm. here's okay. the here's, see. I'm with you the, on that. I'm I'm with you on that. I mean, here's I'm not the problem a because because you need to be more emotionally mature to be able to carry something that can kill somebody that easy. Exactly. And I was still a kid when I was 21 years old. Right. Even though even though I was a parent at 21, I still was a kid. I still wasn't but as mature as I am mentality problem, wise. I still wasn't all the way in an adult. Here's the problem with that. We'll let a kid, 18 years old, jump out of high school and join the military right, and hand them all kinds right, of guns right. and teach them all kinds of stuff that they're not ready for, you know, as right. far as their maturity, emotionally, whatever. It's true, and too. And then they go, you know, so so we, that's, that'd be talking out of both sides of our mouth if we're saying you need to be 25, 30 years old and go through these background checks and certifications and blah, blah, blah. But if you, you want to join the Army up. when you're 18, here you go. You Here's can sign me up right. for put yep. them in the military when they're that age. You can so, sign me up for that, too. Uh, just to be able to to handle that type of artillery, I, I think you should be you should be older, and especially going into the military, you may have to literally take lives of several people. I think. Well, I think they it's should a factor be more, why so many of them have a hard time, right? They because they're so young. They're so they young. They don't really realize what they're getting into and what they're going to see and what they're going to be asked to do. And then when they do, it 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 just it hurts them for life. Right, and, and, right. I have a couple friends that have been over there, and it you know, that is a touchy subject. I don't ask questions. My dad, he has been to war. I don't ask questions because I don't want them to bring that up. Because, like I said, at, at that yeah. young of an age, when you go over there and you do some of that stuff, that stuff that will haunt you forever, especially if your mind isn't mentally mature enough to to comprehend what you are doing shannon chat me up um i say the 25 to 30 range is is pretty decent but i feel like it still should come with a stipulation oh yeah i i know 25 year olds still like at at my place of business that still act (laughs) as a child i know people that are 30 that still act as a child uh i feel like with that age that I'm suggesting, it should come with, like I said at the very beginning, with psych evaluations. Right. Um, Josh, squirrels, comments. Come back to me. I okay. Got, I got to process this one. That's what's up. All right. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you this real quick. Let me ask you this. What would you do to change the system? Like, what would your main thing be to change the system, Shannon? Well. I think I just brought it up. Right. Like the, the psych evaluations. I feel like if you get into someone's uh, emotional or traumatic uh, background, you can clearly see that, hey, this kid hangs out in the basement all day uh, on dangerous websites. He does not deserve a gun. Or right. after further evaluation, you came from a very misguided and broken home. We might want to reevaluate you here in a year because those are the kind of things where that you kind of hear from like some of the, especially like the mass shooters or just the people that commit just the one-on-one homicides. Usually there's some kind of brokenness in their home. There's a broken mentality there. There's some kind of depression. There's some kind of bullying. Something has happened to where their 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 mental is not intact. So I feel like psych evaluations, at least uh, two um, two to to four months worth of them, 
and get certified by a, a trained specialist mentally before you even go through gun training uh, should be definitely in, in place. I'm with the I'm with the the training. I'm with the evaluation. Uh, I think handguns should be 21. I feel like since they are available, the military grade weapons, you got to be 25 and up to even have access to get those that's how i feel about it i just feel like they should change the requirements make it just a, a you know make it tougher for people to have access to those weapons and which will you know it should, it should in theory uh stop some of this because it, it, it won't be that, that many guns around fellas uh josh chat me up on that i think you know education on this stuff is a is a big thing you know i, I could use a couple of examples like uh, you know, in school, we got the Dare program. The do you, remember, you guys remember Dare program to try to Dare to be different. Drugs are yeah. really expensive. Just say no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but you know, like it didn't teach people how to, or did it, it? It just taught you to fear it completely. It didn't teach you how to understand, you know, the, the different types of substances that are out there, and you know what they do and how they affect people and things like that same thing with the sex education in in school you know it just teaches you to be afraid of it and and so people go into it not really fully understanding or appreciating what it was instead of really teaching them different things about about what it really is and 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 giving them a different level of respect or perspective so if you had stronger background checks and you required certification programs and and i think a, a a um, uh, an evaluate a psych evaluation but not too in depth um, you know not or not too extensive over extensive I guess I should say uh, you know if you've got a history of, of psychological issues to where you know you, you should then you probably shouldn't have any business buying a gun um, if it's just you know the, the common stuff I ha- you know there's there's a lot of people out there that are depressed that have that are responsible gun owners or people that suffer from anxiety that are responsible gun owners. Right, um, I agree with that. It's it's the extreme cases that that we mm-hmm. see the the tragic things happen. But, so, but here's the thing though, like I I appreciate that you're you're kind of like hitting on what I'm hitting on, but at the same time I feel like it does need to be extensive because you just said for some of those people that don't really have as many reported issues. But what about the people who have never came out that basement to get an issue reported? Or what a, What about the kid that got bullied <coughs> in school that never had a chance to snitch on the teacher because he was in, in fear of his life that he would get beat up or his head pushed down a toilet again? Those aren't ever reported, and that's why like the, the first time that it happens, what do the parents usually say? What do the kids surrounding him usually say? I never thought that of little Billy. I never thought that he would do that. But most of those situations, they don't acquire the guns legally anyway. So, yeah, but what about the, the ones that part. do? The one, the ones that do, that's where it would make a difference. You know, if you if you do, I do agree that that I thought it was pretty easy. I was surprised in my experience when yeah. I purchased the weapon that it really wasn't that hard. It, it wasn't. But that let, let's deal. say that you're let's say that you are mentally like imbalanced, and but you've never had a report done on you to say that, and you just went in. 10 minutes just got one so you, you think just, they should they should go in and like check your internet browser histories all and, of that. and the websites that you've been on and things like that no i don't think that 
Because then I'd totally be disqualified. <laughs> oh, no, no, but I mean, well, you know, <laughs> obviously if people haven't put it together, I, I tend to, I like my conspiracy theories. I like to look into that kind of stuff. But you oh, yeah, the, me too, bro. Me too. You know how we feel about that. You had the FBI coming out recently saying that people looking into conspiracy theories are are domestic terror threat and things like that and maybe some are uh, we both but, uh, done I, man. me and you both yeah, would have been that's done. what i'm saying you know i just i just like to look at all sides of everything i don't i don't <laughs> like you know so so i think that's a little extreme but well, i mean maybe you shouldn't I, have a gun then I don't know. I just ain't crazy enough to I think, think the government gun on us. Yeah. I just ain't crazy enough to think the government ain't gonna, can't pull a fast one on us. So that's why I believe in conspiracy theories. Because I mean, with their smoke, there's fire. So John B, chat me up. How you feel? I think it has to be. There has to be rather a multi pronged approach. I think with a lot of issues that are really plaguing the country, there's not going to be one set way to go and get things handled so things have to get attacked from different angles so i think you do have to have stricter background checks and however that looks you know i I don't know of a particular way to go about it but in some kind of way you know that it has to you know be more comprehensive more stricter background checks there definitely has to be some type of gun safety training of some kind where you're learning how to you know clean a weapon fire the weapon uh you know protect yourself. I mean, all those different type of things there. I think there needs to be, um, you know, after you do that, I think you know, there needs to be some type of like harsher penalties for people that, you know, that misuse guns. And I'm really speaking to, you know, not just, you know, common everyday folks, but also like with, you know, cops as well, you know, when it comes across those instances. Oh, yeah, know. they definitely need to have um, a much more stricter punishment for know, the stuff that they do, definitely, because they know, should be, they're supposed to be trained to protect and serve in some of these cases. They haven't been doing that. And I mean, you have to be, the, you know, have to be the law, you know, and I have, you know, uh, friends and family members in law enforcement, so I have, you know, nothing but respect for what they do and the, the, definitely the, the, the that. work that they do, nothing to that, you know. No disrespect meant in that regard. All I'm just saying is, is that, you know, for, you know, if you give, you know, for misuse of that weapon, you know, there needs to be strict penalties with that. I think there needs to be, if there's an approach that we want to get assault rifles off of the street, I don't think it should be just a ban. I think there should be maybe, I don't know, something like they did, like a, you know, a a cash for clunkers type of thing where, you know, that maybe you get more value back if you sell back your uh, assault been trying rifle to do that, or, or you know, work. you know, Remind me of episode some, of Family Matters. I feel like they had an episode <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Something to that effect, <laughs> or you, you know, maybe you if you're in, let's say if you're somebody that's impoverished, you're, you're poor. You know, black, white, or indifferent, whatever. You know, and you've had lots of financial issues. Let's say you are you own these weapons. Maybe you get some type of maybe you get a, a credit bump by doing that or maybe some type of like financial assistance as far as you know debt you know you could use that towards you know the, the price of your gun i mean something to that effect where you're not just being lost out of any type of you know money as well and then it's going to some way that's going to benefit you as well you're not just selling it just for you know cash you can maybe do that but then there could be other maybe other options that could help you along as well so i just think it just has to be different ideas different approaches you know and attack it from different sides to be able to really get a hold on the issue that's what's up any final comments anything else you guys want to add squirrels <laughs> throw me the hot mic um yes sir 
I'm, I mean, this is a tough one, and, and I'm not sure exactly what the best solution is. Um, I, again, you're never going to get me to say, you know, there's a lot of people out there advocating to repeal the Second Amendment or, or revoke the Second Amendment. It's just not, I don't think it's realistic. I don't think it'll ever happen. Even if somebody tried, uh, you'd be crazy to try uh, where, as many guns that are out there. And, and the large majority of people that do own these weapons are responsible and you never hear a peep out of them. Um, you know, unfortunately, there's there's a small percentage of people that acquire them illegally or maybe even sometimes legally that do crazy things with them. And I think the media is guilty of, of putting more attention on that than is necessary. You know, there's, there's a lot of people that are, are pro-gun that will, at, will argue, you know, there's lots of other things that kill way more people than guns, but it doesn't get the time and the spotlight that... that you know that this topic gets you right know what I mean you can go buy cigarettes you can you know you can drive a car you can do all kinds of things that are deadly uh, it, banning guns is not the answer to reducing that violence I think it's something else I don't know exactly what that is though Shannon any final comments um, I just hope that eventually someone somewhere along the way can just get it under control like just get it a little bit better control of it. I feel that I've been spreading this message throughout the entire podcast. Psych evaluations. Come on. Okay. All right. Um, I just want to say, you know, shout out to all the responsible gun owners. Yeah. Continue to be responsible with your weapons. Uh, only use them if you know for self defense. Continue to do that. Um, to the <clears throat> ones that plan on using them to harm someone, please don't. Um, Think about what you're going to do. Maybe seek some help. Talk yeah. to someone um, before you decide to do that. It's just, you know, taking a life, this losing someone, and, and you know, it's, it, you may not, it may not affect you, but it's going to affect their friends and family and so many others that those people affect. So just yeah. if you have a weapon, just make sure, you know, the context to use that and, um, you know, make sure you, you know, you're responsible with I, that uh, weapon. Uh, I, I definitely agree. Um, you know, I guess my final thoughts are, you know, let's make sure we're keeping the the focus where it needs to be when it comes to this topic. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't I think the message gets confused on what needs to be done or what has to be done or what even is wanted, you know, and I think there's not one person at this table or that's listening to this podcast um that doesn't believe in responsible gun ownership. And I think we, uh, we all believe in that. And I think there's ways to go about that. Um, again, you know, I'm with squirrels here. Do I have all the answers or know the ways to go about it? No. Um, but I think if we have that dialogue and have those conversations like we're doing now, trying to get people to understand where we're coming from, then I think it gives us a better chance on tackling the issue and, you know, getting a stranglehold on it and, and really getting some understanding on it. I think the attention that, you know, it, it gets, um, you know, maybe, you know, at times, you know, maybe gets, you know, harped on in, in the moment. But I, I don't think really that, you know, it doesn't get overly talked about because it's unfortunately it's become so common it gets easily forgotten about. So, um, you know, I think, you know, that's just you know my little final final piece of the pie on it that's what's up that's what's up well fellas another issue tackled uh do want to give a shout out to our fans once again thank you for listening appreciate the love yes yes follow us at nation of podcation on instagram and facebook and at in podcation on twitter 
Other than that, we out. Peace. Peace.